Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, Rush Nation and all new listeners. I am Rob, and I will be your solo host tonight as we make our way through week 10 together. Lewis, unfortunately, has had laptop issues this week and will not be joining us tonight. Um, However, he will be heading to the library tomorrow to do some editing. Such is his passion for the cause. Uh, Another reason why we need to keep our libraries open to give provision to the fantasy football community. If you haven't noticed in the last few weeks, there's been a face we haven't seen as much of um, as in previous years. And that is our very own Andrew Pitts, Pitsy, to his friends and to to many of you. Um, We started Fast Action Friday together a few years ago now after um, a recommendation from Murph and Stocks to get stuck into doing some recording. That was during the pandemic. We had a hiatus and we brought it back uh, post-pandemic last year with Lewis uh, on board. Uh, However, with a new job uh, and family life taking priority, uh, Pitsy has decided to step away from the five-yard rush team. Obviously, he will be missed on Fast Action Friday, and he's been a huge part of producing articles and the redraft team and really providing some really good advice to everyone who's there. And, you know, just being a part of that that family that we've developed and it does get said a lot that Five Yard Rush is a family, and I know that Murph and Stocks would absolutely wholeheartedly agree with this. Uh, but he will be a huge loss to the group, and he will be for me as well. Uh, however, he is still a part of a huge fantasy league that we are part of. So he hasn't fully gone yet. So um, 
not not from me, but yeah, he will be missed from here. You know, we wish him well for the future. Uh, that's not all the bad news I have as well. I, I will also be hanging up my five yard cleats at the end of this season due to a new job and the life and times of being a father to a growing two year old. And I'm going to try and man the fast action ship as much as I can to, to the end of the season, except next week. Um, it is my early family Christmas. Um, but I will try and be here as much as I can towards the end. And what Lewis does with it then uh, is is up to him. He can have the uh, the, the theme tune, the um, the intros to the sections. But um, yeah, it's been been an honour to get, have this opportunity and, and do it. For the time being, I have a job to do, and we have our sections to look at. So let's hit Thursday night throwback. So a lot of people were talking about this game coming into the week, how the primetime games were a little bit of a letdown. This Thursday night game between the Panthers and the Bears was uninspiring on paper, and that's exactly how it turned out to be. Um, the Bears squeak away with a 16-13 to victory, uh, moving them to 3-7, and while the Panthers lay stuck on 1-8. and uh, And the Bears, they have to be laughing about the first-round pick that they got uh, for that trade. Uh, to to get the Panthers to the number one pick. Let's in fact let's talk about the number one pick, Bryce Young. Uh, he was twenty one for thirty eight for one hundred eighty five yards, plus an extra three carries for eighteen yards. No passing touchdowns in this game. He, he's trying his best in a very very tough situation. He was sacked three times and a lot of throwing the ball away in this game, which is I suppose is a, is a good sign in some cases. Doesn't want to get those sacks and, and lose yardage for his team. Some of them were very close to being picked off again, um, but he was very fortunate that that didn't happen. There has to be some real thought about, you know, the, this passing offense and, and how he's going to fit into it, and you know how they're going to protect him so he can pass the ball at his very best because some of his passes have not been what we've seen from his college days. All three scrambles that he had, they all went for first down, so he was doing as much as he could to keep the plays alive, and they did go for a lot on the fourth down, uh, particularly later on in the game. Ultimately, the Bears did enough to shut the shop. And the offense was limited to just getting in range for field goals. So um, not the best fantasy performance for Bryce Young in this game, um, which is continuing a trend, to be honest. Um, Tyson Badgett, on the other hand, 20 of, 20, uh, 20 of 33 completed for 182 yards and another six carries for 12 downs. Half of his completions were for first downs and there were some good connections with Cole Komet, DJ Moore. They accounted for half the completions in this game. He he was trying his hardest to move the chains long. You know they they, they did very well linking up with the the running game as well. So they didn't they didn't really uh, light the game up uh, as much as that uh, fantasy uh, players would want them to. But I think this was a match where everyone was watching and they did well not to turn the ball over. They played very safe uh, in my opinion um in terms of offensive uh, skill players not a whole lot to report on in this game i think the, the final score demonstrates that already this was a don to form on revenge game um and he got the majority of the carries for the bears 21 carries for 80 yards and the only offensive touchdown of the game which came in the third quarter so not a very good uh, first half to start over, aside from something we'll talk about in a bit. Adam Thielen got the most receptions on the night. That was six receptions from 10 targets for 42 yards. But DJ Moore was the only player to go over 50 yards receiving, and that was 58 yards from five receptions. So unless you had Foreman or perhaps Cole Komet in tight in premium leagues with his five receptions for 45 yards, you probably came away from this match with a disappointing night. That is if you actually decided to start these players in this game. Uh, defensively, the fact that both quarterbacks played a relatively sensible game, well, 
stats-wise, they did anyway, and got rid of the ball a lot quicker. The normal meant a quiet night for the defensive fronts. Uh, Chicago only managed three sacks, which, funnily enough, is below Bryce's average for the season. Carolina didn't manage any sacks, and there were no interceptions or forced fumbles, but Carolina did help themselves with that excellent kick return score. Um, in doing so, they scored more touchdowns than the Panthers' offense did that that night, which is hard for me to say as a Panthers fan, but they're... You know that you've got to hope for the future. Um, unfortunately, the Bears have got our first round pick. So let's quickly move on from Thursday night, as a lot of people will have done. Let's go on to injury report. Biggest news of the week for fantasy players is that Kyler Murray is back. The quarterback returns after the ACL injury that kept him out since week 14 of last year's campaign. Josh Dobbs has kept the seat warm aside from last week, and let's hope the Cardinals make the best of what's left of the season, or not, and they go for a sooner pick. Let's see. However, this also times itself nicely with James Connor's potential return from IR after that week five knee injury. Let's let's see if that uh, double punch, uh, that one-two punch, will do anything for the Cardinals' offense. Unfortunately, as one QB arrives, Another one makes a hasty exit. And that, that goes in addition to the other ones that have happened in the last few weeks. Daniel Jones, who had only just returned from a neck injury, now misses the rest of the season with that deadly Achilles tear that seems to be catching everyone a lot more than usual this year. Um, Tommy DeVito has stepped up and become the 10th rookie to start this season because Tyrod Taylor's on IR. And that 10th rookie start is an NFL record. Um, but... Experienced veteran Matt Barkley and new signing Jacob Eason are waiting in the wings to support should DeVito not be the answer that the Giants are looking for. Another rookie who started this year and is taking off is CJ Stroud. This week, it looks like the signal caller will be without Nico Collins, who has missed three practices so far this week. uh, And it looks very unlikely that he'll play. He's been struggling with a calf injury since the last gas win against the Bucks. Stroud could also be missing Damian Pierce this week as he was also absent from practice on Friday. Uh, Another running back injury, Keaton Mitchell for the Ravens. He's been struggling with a hamstring injury after that standout performance against the Seahawks last week. His status for the contest against the Browns is now up in the air. But the team on the other side is suffering too. Pierre Strong is questionable this week and the Browns are missing some key offensive linemen which might affect their performance in this game too. Could this be another week of um, Hopkins getting some good kicks here for the Browns? We'll have to see if Dustin can dust off those boots. Um, Let's move on to weak points. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So straight in, uh, weakest against quarterbacks is the Los Angeles Chargers. That is 20.9 fantasy points on average per game. Jared Goff is coming off a bye, so this could be a great game for the Lions if they have planned for two weeks to face the Chargers. The offense has been faltering uh, quite a lot. A lot of three and outs have been coming in and the um, opposing defenses have done quite a lot to shut that down. This could give Goff plenty of time, plenty of drives to make his mark in this game. Um, and a lot of people feel the same. A lot of people uh, think that Goff can come away from this game as at least a top three quarterback. I'm a little bit hesitant to commit to that as well, but the matchup is there. Uh, second is the Commanders. Um, they are 20.8 fancy points conceded on average a game, and they are at the Seahawks, and ho- uh, away at the Seahawks. That's going to be a tough game. I don't think we can rule out another Geno interception, but this is the best chance for Smith to bounce back. Um, we've just got to keep an eye on some of his wide receivers. Um, there's been a bit of up and down with questionable um, limited practices and full practices, so just make sure you know who the wide receivers are uh, in this game before you put Gino in. Uh, third, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have conceded 20.8 fantasy points at home to the Titans this week. They are at home to the Titans this week. Uh, Will Levis has made a brilliant start to NFL life. We saw some incredible um, touchdown performances two weeks ago. Followed it up with uh, an all right performance against the Steelers. But this matchup is panning out well, particularly against wide receiver matchups. We saw what happened uh, for Houston against the Buccaneers last week. Dan Dell, Nico Collins, um, I think Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, all, all with the high numbers. I think the three other four got triple figures for receiving yards. Uh, and there was obviously some touchdowns in there as well. So uh, this is one where Will Levis could zoom up and uh, definitely get some um, some big points here against the Buccaneers. Weaker skins running backs, the Denver Broncos have conceded 30.4 fantasy points to the position. They are at Buffalo. So going from high altitude to probably a high level of chill factor, shall we say. The Broncos have actually tightened up on the ground compared to early in the season. However, 4.1, yard, 4.1 yards per carry is still pretty high, and that's averaging over the last three games. Uh, and opposing running backs have also seen good returns in the receiving game. So James Cook could really feast if Allen hits him with the ball out of the backfield here. Um, I wouldn't expect uh, Lenny Fournette to come in just yet. Latavius Murray's more of a runner. But you never know if Fournette is going to be pre-playoff Lenny. Uh, I couldn't count him out, but I would put money on it just being a Cook at the moment. The Panthers, they were 27.4 fancy points before last night. They sit in second. That was before last night. And we saw Donta Foreman manage another touchdown against them last night. And the Bears ran for 133 yards off 37 carries, which is above the average that they've seen this season. I can imagine the Panthers staying in here another week after what happened last night. The, the Arizona Cardinals, they are third. 24.5 fantasy points. They are at home to the Atlanta Falcons. There's a troubling backfield split here. Um, and Algier has been seeing a good share of the action, particularly in the red zone. Um, both Baltimore and Cleveland passed the ball to their running backs in the last two weeks against the Cardinals. 
with a decent return. So there is hope here for Bijan to be involved in that side of the thing. That is unless they decide that Cordero Patterson is going to be the uh, the passing running back in this game. I would really hope that the uh, that Arthur Smith decides to use Bijan the way he's supposed to be used as a bell cow back. Um, there is potential here for the running uh, game to break through as well, like the Rams did in week six. They went over seven yards per carry throughout that whole game. There's a chance here for the Falcons to do the same against Arizona. Week against wide receivers. Uh, top of the list is the Eagles. They are on a bye week, but they have conceded 38.4 points to the position. Let's quickly move on to the second place team. That is the Buccaneers. Like I said, home to Tennessee. We have seen Levi Levis. I was going to call him Levi's then. But listening to a different podcast who have done. Levis has been slinging it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is naturally the one to look at, but Traylon Burks has been suffering from a concussion this week. So could we see uh, Nick Westbrook-Akine? Could we see Chris Moore? Could we see Kyle Phillips? Now, Kyle Phillips saw a huge jump out of the slot last week with five targets, four receptions, and 68 yards. There's potential here that if they cover the deep ball or they cover Hopkins, then Phillips could be that next person. Um, Will Levis has been looking really good with his second reads, so Kyle Phillips could be the guy to look at here. The Commanders, the Washington Commanders, they are third in this list. 34 uh, fantasy points conceded to the position, like I said, away at the Seahawks. So good for whoever ends up fit out of the Seahawks room. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Tyler Lockett have been on the injury list this week. I think even DK Metcalf has as well. So make sure that you definitely look at who's there. Um, this could be a key, uh, keen seeing who gets the points. Could it be Jake Bobo? Yeah, I think we're all we're all praying for a Jake Bobo week at some point. Week is against tight ends. Uh, the Bears, Chicago Bears, um, before last night, they were top of this list. 12.7 fantasy points conceded to the position. However, they contain the Panthers to 30 yards off five receptions, so I'm sure they won't be top of this list next week because that was a fairly steely performance against the Panthers' tight end group. The Bengals, are 12.6 points. Um, I can't recall, actually, who they're playing. It's because they're listed next in the list. They're playing the Texans, 12.5 fantasy points. So they're playing each other. Um, Dalton Schultz is the guy to go for here, definitely. Uh, last week's game did see Joe Burrow spread the targets out over the three tight ends of Smith, Drew Sample, and Tanner Hudson. They saw 13 targets between them. They didn't get over 50 yards each, whereas we all saw what happened with Dalton Schultz against the Bucks. So, you know, if, if CJ Stroud keeps elevating the players around him and Dalton Schultz is one of those players, you, you've definitely got to go for him here. Um, let's move on to our final segment, Flex of the Week. So uh, last week, myself and Pitsy did give some recommendations to Lewis um, about our flex of the week. I chose Demario Douglas. Pitsy chose Tank Dell. Um, Pitsy did end up beating me with his pick. I'm not sure who Lewis picked, but um, I would probably say that no one did better than Tank Dell. He had a game and a half with Stroud against the Bucks. Uh, however, that will be his last pick of the season, so he won't be able to uh, pick anymore. He is holding the lead at the moment. We'll just have to see what happens. This week, I'm going to choose a player that we have talked about already, and that is Kyle Phillips. Um, we've seen what Will Levis is doing with that offense. We've seen that the matchup looks good for, for those teams as well, not only in um, wide receivers, but in quarterbacks as well. Um, 
I believe Will Levis's presence in the team is actually causing teams to make defensive changes. Um, so that's something that a lot of teams may not have planned for at the start of the year. They'll be coming into this week going, we've got to make some changes here. Kyle Phillips has seen that tick up since Will Levis has joined the team. Traylon Burks might have been an obstacle here for um, some offensive snaps and some targets, but he is suffering from concussion and he has missed yesterday's practice, yesterday being Thursday. The status of his Friday practice is unknown at the moment, so there is a chance he might be back. But even if he's not, I'm still going to take a chance here on Kyle Phillips. Um, he showed a lot of promise coming into this team, didn't ultimately fulfil it because of a combination of injuries and you know, basically just nothing in the passing game. Times have changed. He seems to be fit. The passing game's here. Kyle Phillips is my pick for Flex of the Week this week. Uh, that is all for Fast Action Friday this week. Probably the we're on 19 minutes at the moment. That's probably the fastest we've done for a while. Uh, I won't be here next week, as I've said previously. It's uh, the Council Family Christmas. So Lewis will hopefully be back to, from his technological exile. Until then, folks, keep rushing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 